Hello, listeners. I'm Marcy Langlois, and you're listening to Living Beyond Limits podcast. I am very excited today to discuss our topic, the power of thoughts and emotions and how they influence our state of being. Our body is subjective, meaning that it doesn't know whether or not something is simply a thought or if it's actually happening at this moment. For example, when I say the word lemon, what happens for you internally? What are you feeling? What are you sensing? Do you taste the lemon? For me, my mouth gets super watery. My throat can anticipate that sourness. My toes are curling. I do not like sour. (laughs) What are you noticing within you? So now that you've noticed that, we can agree, right? There's no lemons. There's no lemons here in this recording studio. I'm sure that you don't have any lemons where you're at, right? But our bodies just experience this full-on chemical reaction to saying the word lemon. This is true for all thoughts. Every thought elicits a chemical reaction within the body, and our cells produce a corresponding chemical that's in sync with those thoughts. If the thoughts are negative, then the body is gearing up for fight or flight. This creates discord and unease in the body. If the thoughts are positive, then the body is producing chemicals that moves the nervous system into what's known as rest and digest, which promotes health and healing. I went out and looked for studies to illustrate the connection between what we think and what we feel that we actually become that. And the first study that I found was published in 2013 in the Harvard Magazine where Dr. Ted Kapchick, he was the director of the placebo studies at a teaching hospital for Harvard Medical School. The study was focused on charting the effects of prescription medicine versus acupuncture for severe arm pain that could have been caused by a variety of things, but carpal tunnel, tendonitis, or just undiagnosed chronic pain in the arm. So two weeks into the study, two-thirds of the 270 participants were reporting awful side effects. One half of the participants received pain pills. The other half affected received acupuncture treatments. In both cases, people began to call in saying that they couldn't get out of bed. The pills were making them sick. The pills were having all these negative side effects. The people with acupuncture were reporting redness and swelling around the sites where the needles were placed. Some patients complained of nightmarish pain levels. These subjects were all reporting side effects that they had been warned about as a possibility of these treatments. Most of the other patients reported feeling real relief, and those people that received acupuncture felt even better than the people that had received the anti-pain pills. Dr. Kapchik was absolutely surprised by all of this information. No one received anything. The pills were made of cornstarch. The needles were actually retractable shams that never even pierced the people's skin. These people that had met with Dr. Kapchik before and had been told about the possible side effects obviously had a thought about it, formed a feeling about it, created chemicals in their body about it, and then had that direct experience. The people that thought that this treatment was going to be helpful, lo and behold, it was. They had a thought which elicited an emotion, which elicited chemicals, which played out to be the reality. So I found one more study for you. In in an article in 1995 in the Journal of Neurophysiology, a research group showed that mental rehearsal produced significant results. Individuals participated in a five-day study practicing the piano. So here's the story. So half of the cohort were actually playing the piano. They memorized this ensemble of music that they were required to know and practice every day for five hours. The second half of the cohort watched the people playing the piano. They never actually touched the piano. 
but they watched. And then every day they did the mental rehearsal of playing that ensemble of music for the same five days. At the conclusion of the five days, the researchers used modern scanning equipment to measure the amount of neural growth in the motor cortices of the brain. They were surprised to find that the group that did only mental rehearsal showed nearly the same expansion and development of neural networks that the participants who physically practiced. The second group never touched the piano, but they had the same expansion and development in their neural networks as the people who did play the piano. By thought alone, the second group was able to produce the same effect. We have so much power and we don't even realize it. So how can this transform your life? How does this infiltrate every area of your life? And why does it matter what we think and ultimately feel? Well, simply put, because nothing happens until we have a thought. We don't get up in the morning and just go to work. We get up in the morning, we have a thought, the thought elicits the feeling, the feeling elicits the chemicals, and then the body moves every single time. So that's great for behavior that we want, but what about the behavior that we're not so stoked about? Like, I don't wanna eat another piece of chocolate cake. Well, the brain thought I should, it told my body I should, I had a feeling about it, and now I'm eating the chocolate cake, right? Or drinking alcohol when I don't want to, or not working out when I want to, right? We're always moving in one direction or another because time is always passing. We're either moving towards who we wanna become or we're reinforcing who we already are. The thing that determines the direction that we are moving is our thoughts. If you wake up every day and you're unhappy about having to go to work and your life and your car and your friends and whatever, then your body is hearing that and you likely feel sad, depressed, isolated, and potentially without hope. Alternatively, though, if you wake up and you feel pretty jazzed about the day or at least optimistic, then your body is also hearing that. The thought creates the feeling. The feeling then creates the thought and it's a loop. So the first thoughts of your day literally determine the quality of the rest of your day. This correlates into every area of your life. Whatever you think and feel about something directly corresponds to your life experience, just like it did for the subjects in the studies. If you wanna change your life, the very first place to start is with reviewing your thoughts with an understanding that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create the reality that you experience. At any time throughout your day, you can interrupt that thought and feeling loop and adjust it to move to be more in alignment with what you're aiming for. Most people want their lives to be different. They wanna feel happy and at ease. They're seeking to feel more fulfilled, have deeper relationships, be healthier, skinnier, wiser. However, most people never take the time to stop and examine their thoughts they wake up every day and do what they did the day before, and then they wonder why their life isn't changing. I missed a step in my own journey for a very long time. I was stuck in the elements of trauma, my story, and addiction. I woke up every day reliving my past over and over, and it made me miserable, suicidal, and angry, and th that these were my circumstances. I had no idea that my thoughts were fueling the need to keep using and drinking, and that my health was stuck in the pattern of illness based on my thoughts. If you're interested in changing your life, the first step is to review what your thoughts are and see what instructions you are giving yourself every single day. When I was able to start reviewing my thoughts and changing them, then I started to see a huge shift in my momentum towards wellness in every way. Thoughts and beliefs are powerful things that cause the body to release corresponding chemicals that then cause us to feel a certain way.
What we tell ourselves and others determines the quality of our lives. When we take control of what we think and what we feel, anything is possible. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you will start to examine what you're telling yourself and make the necessary changes. If you felt like our show was helpful, please share this with friends and family. Until next time, please be aiming to live beyond limits.